Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. important for each and every leader to understand. You can either take the stairs up to the next floor, depending on how high you want to grow in your leadership. Chances are the steps are a good way to exercise if that's what you're looking for. But if you're going to the highest floor in the building, it might be quite taxing, odorous, and demanding. So my advice to you is use the elevator. Just ensure that the elevator is good, in good condition. Electricity, the building does have, or a backup generator. And I'm saying this within the backdrop of mentorship. Oftentimes, there's no need for you to use the stairs. Just use the elevator. And this elevator is mentorship and relationships. My father taught me that your next level or next dimension is wrapped in skin. And how you unwrap that skin through a relationship will inform whether you qualify to be in the next level or not. Because some levels don't afford you a second chance. So you need to ensure that when you've been given a foot in the door, you do the right thing the first time around. Welcome back to Take Your Lead podcast. In our recent podcast episode, we looked at mentorship. What is mentorship? We looked at the roles of a mentor and the roles of a mentee. And in today's episode, as we bring the plane for landing in part two, I'd like us to observe within mentorship the things which are very key for a mentee and a mentor to understand. Because oftentimes a mentor, as we mentioned in our recent episode, is one who walks beside you. They are the ones who do not do it for you but they do it alongside you. I love the model John Maxwell uses about mentorship, five stages. The first one is I do it. So by I do it, it means you are an observer, seeing what I'm doing, learning from a distance. The second part is I'm doing it and you're with me. So I'm doing it, but you've got a bit of access to observe the how I do it. Still don't have your hands yet on the plow. The third level is I allow you to do it. Now that you've seen me from a distance, you've seen me from close proximity, it's your turn to do it now. And as you begin to do it, I'm observing how you are doing it. And I'm correcting you when need be so that I ensure that the quality of what is being done is done at the highest quality, standard of quality. Fourthly, you're doing it, but I'm no longer with you. I'm observing from a distance just to check if everything is still tracking good or you're just doing it because doing it right because I was closer to you. Now that I'm further away, you might jinx it. But if you pass the fourth stage where you are alone and you're excelling without me, then you are automatically qualified for the last step, which is the pinnacle of mentorship, where you're not only doing it alone, but you're doing it with someone else. This is where you are transferring the skill 
all that which was poured and taught to you, you are able to pour into the next person. And that's the beauty of mentorship, doing for others what was done for you. So a mentor is one who walks beside you, is one who helps you process certain things. In our recent episode, and I encourage you again, if you have not done part one of this uh, lesson on, on mentorship, to go back and backtrack because it's going to be very foundational for what we're building on in this lesson. I mentioned that experience is not the best teacher. It's evaluated experience that is the best teacher. Because once you evaluate your experience, you are then better positioned to maximize whatever it is that you've learned from. So one of the questions you need to ask yourself as a mentee is the example question. What would my mentor do if he or she were me in this situation? What this does, it helps you borrow the experience of your mentor. But this, however, needs you to know how your mentor thinks, how they make decisions. That's why I said in the recent episode, it's you knowing the ingredients that are necessary to create the product. So that when you have the products within reach, you know how your mentor would mix them, what temperature they would set in the oven, how they would speak, how they would think, how they would approach, because that becomes extremely crucial. Ask yourself another question, do my mentors believe that I can do this? And this is a question that we need to always grapple with, where you ask yourself when feeling confident about doing something, just ask yourself, do I would my, do my mentors believe that I can do this? Because this is important for you to find out from your mentors because sometimes your passion that you might have might cause you to be overly excited and doing things that you might not be ready for. That's why you need to have a mentor that you trust so that you believe that whatever they say is for you, not because they want to limit you, but because they want you to excel and ensure that you're doing what is right. So ask yourself, can your mentor teach you from their evaluated experiences? Because it's always good to have mentors who have a certain level of experience. And again, oftentimes when you are introduced to leadership, one of the things you lack is credibility, simply because there's nothing of value, substantial value that you might have done as yet. However, as you grow in your leadership, you begin to build credibility, you begin to grow in experience. That's why it's also important for us to not be too hard on our mentors if they're still building their profile of experience. How do you know, though, if uh, your mentor has the experience that you need and if their experience has been evaluated, they've learned from it? There are a few traits which I would encourage you to look for in a mentor. One is their openness. Are they open or are they closed? Because it's hard to learn from a mentor who's a closed book. A mentor needs to be someone who's open, open to you, open to learning and open to pouring out. You might find someone who's incredibly gifted, incredibly wise, but they're closed. They're not willing to transfer heart and skill. And that makes the relationship a burden because you need to keep pursuing, keep knocking, and the door is never open. So it becomes better when the door is open. And sometimes... The door might be open, uh, but it looks like it's locked because not every door that is closed is locked. So sometimes you might just need to knock and check if the person or individual is open to allowing you in so that you can learn from them. Second trait is humility. You need to learn from people who are humble. Humility is a trait that every leader needs to have. And as we said, humility is not thinking of yourself less, 
but it's thinking less not thinking less of yourself but it's thinking of yourself less so this is where you're able to put the other person ahead of yourself because mentorship truth of the matter needs you to put the person you are learning from or the person whom you are in relationship with ahead of yourself are they willing to change as well because this is very important because mentorship comes with change because different levels of life or different seasons of life demand for change and one of the worst places to be at is in winter where it's quite cold yet you're still holding on to your summer garments no matter how beautiful they might look but they will be irrelevant for the season so is your mentor willing to change are they willing thirdly to speak of the lessons that they've learned because this is where they transfer learning this is called shared learning ask yourself fourthly do they practice big picture thinking do they have the big picture in mind because it's always important for a mentoring relationship to always have sight of the bigger picture ask yourself do they practice reflective thinking which is something we will conclude on because you need to reflect on the relationships that you have one of the key things to look for in a mentoring relationship is availability will your mentor be available to you throughout the process of mentorship because sometimes it's a bit hard to learn from someone who's not available and this is where having distant mentors does come in learning through books through podcasts as most of us do through videos which is good however it becomes beneficial when you've got a mentor who's available to you a mentor you can check in real time so that when you are faced with making a decision you do not have to wait a long time before having to consult with them so mentoring becomes very important i'm going to give you a pocket of questions a packet of questions that each and every mentee needs to always have with them that will help them maximize the relationship that they have one of the questions you need to ask is what are you working on right now what this question does it enables you to find out what's going on in the space of your mentor or in the space of your mentee so ask the person the question what are they working on right now it's very 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 important so that you are able to speak directly to where they are it's extremely important ask yourself another question to ask is what are you doing to grow and learn right now this question what it does it helps you align with the individual to check are they learning are they growing can they substantiate because as we always say in this podcast growth is not automatic it needs intention it needs discipline so it helps you check if they are intentional about their growth ask yourself the question as well are you challenging yourself how are you challenging yourself what this does it enables you to check if this person is continually stretching themselves to grow one of the questions as a mentor which time and time again you need to check in with your mentee with is what do you need from me that's going to help you be more effective what this does it enables you to ensure that you're always giving your mentee what they need in order for them to soar and take off a mentee as a mentee it's very important for you to always be ready as i mentioned always have questions ideas and things you are thinking about it's very very important as i mentioned there are two bookends within mentorship the first one is preparation and within preparation you need to have the meeting before the meeting mentally 
as a mentor and as a mentee more importantly. Mentally ask yourself, what is it that I need from this meeting? What is it that I'm going to take from? What is it I'm going to ask? What is it that I'm going to clean from this meeting? Where are we going to meet? Is it a place that's going to be conducive from the conversation I'd like to have? That's the front end. And then the back end is reflection. This is where you reflect on the meeting that you had. It's very important. It is said that all's well that begins well. So it's very important for you to reflect because if you do not reflect on the mentoring relationship that you have, you will not know how much you are getting from that relationship. So as a mentee, it's very important to prepare and to reflect. It's extremely, extremely important. And as we bring in our plane for landing, I know this episode will be special because we'll be having application from our incredible team, Ash and Sia, who will be delving deeper on part one and part two. Who is mentoring you? Is the question I want to ask. The second question is, when do they mentor you? When are they mentoring you? Is there a set out time where they mentor you? And then thirdly, what do they do when they mentor you? What are they doing when they are mentoring you? And these are the questions I want to leave you with. And I hope this lesson on mentorship has helped you take the elevator to the next level. Till we meet again, ensure that you are taking your lead, changing the world one individual at a time. Hello, firm. I hope you are doing well. So in this section, this is going to be an application section. You are joined by myself, Ashley, and I'll be joined by Sia. Uh, we are part of the Take Your Lead team, as um, Zadile mentioned in the uh, just in the previous podcast. So we're going to be doing a little bit of application for the podcast. Just go, go into giving us some few examples because I believe this po- this topic of mentorship it is so so important that uh, we have to just speak a little about it so I'm really excited thank you so much for joining us I'm really excited to dive into this let's just go straight to it so see ya I'm really excited to dive into this just give it a little bit of application how we applied some of the principles that have been shared in the previous two podcasts so let us dive into mentorship see ya thank you so much for being with me brother um, I'm really excited about this so let us just start with mentorship I want you to just define for me uh, a lot of definitions have already been given about mentorship but I want to just uh, ask from you personally uh, just in a few words and then we can tie this conversation in what is mentorship to you based on also what uh, um, Zonilo was uh, just sharing uh, throughout the whole podcast I just want to what is the one thing that I would say that uh, it will stood out for you when it comes to mentorship what is mentorship to you all right, now uh, a prestigious uh, good morning or afternoon, whatever it is, uh, to all listeners. And thank you very much, Mr. Ash, for the opportunity. Well, for me, man, you know, coming to mentorship, personally, I think or I take mentorship like or as like a GPS, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I say that uh, when you want to go to a certain place, you know, in your GPS, you'll just type the address of that location and it will give you the route of how to go there, where to turn and to know from which stop you have to, you know, stop to and stuff. And so so mentorship for me, it's just a GPS to where I want to go to. So it demarcates a route or a, a path for me to take to the future that I want to go to or to the yes. person I want to become. So yeah, it's basically a person who is my GPS. Yep. 
That is so great because, you know, I, I really love the idea that you give, you know, in terms of direction. And one of the things that um, Zonilo was just sharing along with, uh, uh, just with the, the previous two podcasts, is this whole idea that, you know, uh, there's, you can learn, you can either learn two ways in this world, you know, through experience or through a relationship. Like, you know, I really love that. And that's so, it resonated to me so quite well. And I think we can all relate to this in whatever aspect that you are in, you know. Uh, be it like you just got into a new job, be it spiritually, be it academically. I've seen this play out in my own life, especially for me, that is what mentorship is all about. And I love that definition of mentorship that he gave, like uh, the idea of stairs and uh, also the elevator. You know, I, love, I really love that because you can take the hard way up and go up the hard way all by yourself. Or you can just take an elevator, someone who's already been up there, who can just lift you up and actually take you to a place that you uh, you desire. So that is for me just the mentorship and that, was, that is what stood out for me. And I've seen this quite play out in quite a lot of times in my own life. And I just want to ask you, Sia, in terms of, you know, any scenario that with this idea of mentorship, uh, this idea of elevators that of stairs has helped you. You know, I think for me, I'll just, let me just tie in and tell you an example, just spiritually as well. You know, I have a couple of uh, people in my life that spiritually, I would say that they consider them as my mentors. And that has just helped me so much in my journey uh, spiritually and working out the truth that you know I feel like I should be working also it assuring me also to my purpose because my purpose is so closely related to my my, 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 my spiritual journey and that has also helped me so much I like avoiding a lot of mistakes avoiding a lot of like errors that I you know I could have and other people have gone through those areas and you don't have to go through those areas academically as well I've seen it when I was doing like my first year I've been able to communicate with people that are already like in fourth year for instance and keeping them you know just keeping them very closely has helped me like avoid a lot of mistakes so let me just ask uh, in terms of in your own life like where have you seen that play out well Mr. Ash you know I can say Mm, uh, mentorship has been, you know, a great tool that I've actually managed to use in my life in every department, whether it's spiritually, I have, you know, mentors who are spiritually, you know, academically, I have mentors and also, you know, personally, like as take your lead uh, program, this I can say, yes. um, is like, you know, a, a mentor that helps me in my personal growth and also in the yes. public speaking space and stuff. But I can say uh, in regards, one uh, idea I had or one idea that played out a big one for me is in the medical department, you know, uh, wanting to yes. become a doctor and stuff. So I once like... Oh, by the way, uh, those who do not know, uh, you, you are a, 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 a student who's, uh, you know, uh, lives stays in Russia, uh, aspiring to become a doctor. Just wanted to throw that in. I'm also a student as well, uh, electrical and computer engineering. Yeah, you can continue, sir. <laughs> you have a future doctor, yeah. ...to become a doctor, one of the easiest things, you know, there are some things that I did not know into the medical field, you know, what to apply for, you know, from when I was still in high school, and, you know, what is it that I should consider, and all those things, you know, the important, uh, the important activities and all those things. So I once spoke to a mentor, to, to a doctor, and he drove all the way, you know, if you're from Whitbank, you are from Pumalanka, you understand, from Caroline. The guy drove right from Caroline to Whitbank yeah. and just to come and meet me. And, you know, I've never met with the guy before, so it was the first time. It was, man, a, a like a well-pruned conversation. And I managed to know something that I didn't know. And today, as I'm talking to you, they helped me in a very, very, very explicit way, man. 
Yeah, that's that's very great. That's very great. I really love that analogy of mentorship. Honestly, that uh, is being played out in this whole entire role. Like you don't have to, you don't have to learn everything through experience. You don't have to learn everything through experience. Like you can save yourself so much time. You can save yourself so much time by just uh, learning from people who have also who have gone through it. It's like people who have gone through it just kind of give you an advantage. So you don't have to learn through everything through experience. So we want to go in a little bit into some of the roles that as a mentee and as a mentor uh, that we ought to play out. And these were highlighted in, in, in the podcast, of course. But we want to give some practical application. Like how do you begin now as a mentee? Like pursue a mentor. How do you begin as a mentor? Apply this principle of uh, choosing who to mentor, how to allocate your time, and those kind of things. So let's just first, let's just first tie it in. I'll start here uh, from the role of being a mentee. All right. Uh, I would assume that you know what each and every one of us has a mentor in their life. If you don't, the first step you need to do is pursue. You need to be able to find yourself a mentor. And actually, I've seen this. Just this first step in itself is very hard because. A ment- in order to have a mentor, you need to pursue someone. You need to pers- you need to pursue like it's in it's on your it's your responsibility as a mentee to be able to identify certain people that you can pursue, right? And you know the way I've seen this play out in my own life. I remember just to give a little bit of example that how I began to learn this principle of actually pursuing certain relationships, right? And I mean that quote that Mzondile gave that you know your next level is wrapped up in skin sometimes and it's it's the next relationship. You know, I've seen that in my own life. Just give you a bit of an example. As I mentioned, that spiritually, I have certain mentors. You know, also, um, um, Zodil is one of my mentors as, as well, spiritually. But I remember just, when I was just, you know, just getting a little bit, just trying to be very serious with my, you know, spiritual journey that um, I was also hoping and praying that uh, I would see the right people that would be able to guide me. And in that time, I was in a certain space where I wasn't committed to any other let's say a church or anything like that and that's where i was really hoping and you know also really praying that i would see the right person to guide me and uh but when the time comes and i, I was able to identify like Mzondila, for instance it really i got to question myself how best can i actually connect with this kind of person and i found out that oh they have a church they have a church that they pastor i was like okay cool i can actually be a part of this church that is the first step of me pursuing that relationship and when i'm a part of this church what do i do i'm like okay why, why don't i start serving and in this serving i'm giving myself that opportunity to be recognized and to be able to speak to the person so that's for me the journey that i've had to learn when it comes to pursuing a certain relationship because you need to be able to pursue this relationship. So let me just ask you with regards to that, uh, what is one of the roles uh, for you? You've seen played out when it comes to uh, being a mentee and also uh, how you relate with your mentor. Uh, well, I can say, man, um, when it comes to, you know, the role of being a mentee, the first things first, you, you have to be intentional about you being mentored you know yes. being mentored is a role it's a, it's, it's a role it's a process that is not easy so you really need to be intentional about it because if you are intentional then that will prove or show your responsibility you know so your responsibility number one as you said you identify the mentor number two you make sure that you follow up with the mentor you know you get to check what do they do where do they you know if it's someone in your location if it's a local mentor 
you check where do they live, what do they do on a daily basis yes. and stuff. You even sometimes have to go to them and approach and ask for meetings and so forth. But if it's someone who is, you know, far away from you online or maybe you're following them on Instagram and stuff, you've got to keep up with what they post and stuff like whatever they do on TV. Yeah. So the important role of it, of mentorship, it's of being a mentee, it's you have to have the willingness, the intention of doing it, of becoming a mentee. Yeah. I mean, that's so good because I think everything all lines up to like intentionality. How much intentionality are you? And I remember someone once said this to me is that your mentor doesn't owe you anything. They don't owe you anything. Like here's the thing, here's the thing about it is that if you don't uh, pursue them, if you don't ask them questions, they don't lose anything. Like they are good. They are continuing, but you lose something, you know, if you don't ask them something, if you're not intentional with regards to uh just bothering them about questions and so on they will never lose anything but you will lose something so it is really solemnly solemnly up to you to like you know if you want your mentor to take you even more seriously you need to be able to show that you know and um one thing again just as we speak still on the mentee side is also for me i just wanted to highlight humility that for me i also found it as something that has been really challenging for me as well because i mean most of the times you wanna appear like you know things you know like when you meet someone you want to give out the answers and so on all of us are like that all of us are like that and that attitude will really uh you know just block a lot of things a lot really block a lot of learning because let's face it in our generation especially um you know a lot of people are not willing to really learn and just be humble to learn from you know someone who's older someone who's more experienced or anything like that so humility i don't realize but something that has been hard for me but one of the things that I, I think that has really helped me to really, I would say, overcome that is just um, just making myself vulnerable. And, you know, when I'm in my own space, write, I write down certain question and ask myself certain question and, to, and go to this person like, actually, I have this issue. What do you think about it? And sometimes, you know, you go to a mentor. It's not even, they won't, sometimes they won't even answer specific questions that you have. But they might answer questions that you didn't even think you had, you know. And sometimes it's not even there about the questions that they actually, actually answer. Sometimes it's just also the fact that they're, they're, they're there to keep you accountable and to, you know, that that is that does a big difference. So I just wanted to highlight that, that it's important to be humble when it comes to, uh, uh, yeah, relating with the mentor because sometimes you want to meet up with um Okay, cool, cool. Go, go for it. They normally say that uh, the loud, the emptiest tins, they make the loudest noise. So, yes, you just got to keep it cool, man. You don't know anything and there's nothing wrong in knowing nothing. You just want to learn. Your role is just to show the interest that I really want to learn from this. Yeah. 100 percent. that is so good so let's just speak a little bit into being a mentor now um being a mentor is also another diligent task which is not an easy one as well because you need to be able to as mentioned in the podcast be able to know how to identify be able to make up time for your mentee be able to do those kind of things so um let me just ask you first of all like in your role as a mentor um what is some of the challenges that you've seen or what is some of the uh, maybe some of the things that have been maybe highlighted in the podcast that you you think uh, you maybe need to work on or anything like that uh, just what's been your experience in being a mentor oh well in, in being a mentor and at the same time being a mentee judging it from the two perspectives i think one of the important roles that i've actually seen a struggle a bit on 
it's uh, that as a mentor, you've got to give an opportunity, you know, of growth to your mentors. You know, for instance, if probably you are in being mentored by an engineer, you know, or being yes. mentored by a doctor of stuff, you know. So sometimes it is very important just to take probably just a day, you know, just to take your mentee along with you and putting them inside the field. So I noted this year, we don't only learn from observing, but we learn from being involved. You know, That's you've so got to involve us in what you are doing. So the one, it's, it's, it's honestly giving us an opportunity, like, like bro, being with Mzwandila has actually helped me greatly, man, because in the space of, 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 of public speaking and of leadership, I've managed, you know, to, 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 to know a lot of people who are doing great out there and so forth yes. by him introducing us to like uh, Jacob Sipa uh, um, and, and so yes. many others. It's, it's, it's really, man, an honor. And I can really say that it even helps me to grow myself, like uh, internally. Yeah, that is so good. I think it speaks to access. Like as a mentor, be willing to give people access uh, to certain relationships so that they can grow. Because as a mentor... You are hoping that they will grow uh, at least to your level or even more than that. We're hoping that's that I think that's the journey of uh, leadership and mentorship is to uh, obviously be able to replace yourself or create people that are be even better versions. So just leveraging that as well. That is a very good thing. I think for me, I would say that just accountability being, you know, keeping your mentees accountable. That's one of the hardest things because as I, as I mentioned, as a mentor, you have a lot of people maybe demanding of your time. You have a lot of things going on and, and just being there to uh, make sure that people are accountable, make sure that uh, they are delivering the things that they need to be delivering. Because yes, they have to, the mentee needs to put themselves in a position where they can't, they can't be accountable. But as a mentor as well, you need to take the initiative to be like, how do I also keep this person accountable and also identify their weaknesses, strengths and, and things like that. And that also needs a lot of intentionality to actually do the thinking to like, wow, what is their weaknesses? What is their strength? Those kind of things. So that's something for me, I feel like I need to work out. I'm not the best with regards to that because sometimes it's going to be like, I've just given them the information. It's fine. You know, they, they will know I've done my work, given them the information, but I believe it's more than just giving information. It's a, it's an actual relationship that is built on trust and development over time. All right, uh, we don't want to give this application really long, but it, we just wanted to give you some of the examples in our own lives and how we've applied, applied or applying this teaching of mentorship is a very great thing. I think that's something that is applicable in all spheres of life, wherever you are, business, religious, academics, whatever, you can really apply this uh, for, you know, for greater success. So that is uh, just uh, just add from us on this on this application podcast uh thank you so much we would love to hear from you what is your stories with mentorship uh how has a mentor apply uh, uh changed your life what is an example of mentorship that has happened in your life recently or as a mentee you know uh, or as a mentor any any of that uh we would like you to share with it if you can comment wherever you are consuming this uh, we would really appreciate it also don't forget to rate us wherever you're consuming this we would really appreciate it. But that is it from me. From me. And see ya on this video. Just want to remind you to uh, yeah, keep on taking your lead as we change the world one individual at a time. time. See you in the next podcast. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. 
And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemagakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.